Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. So grateful to be back, man. It is 5.15 a.m. in the morning. Again, this is day number two of actually waking up and doing something that is going to bring me that energy directly after this. I'm going to be hopping on that treadmill for a sweat-a-thon just before my 6 a.m coaching class in which I'm going to be coaching someone else. So it's all about building up that momentum. I realize, you know, before I get into today's segment that there are a couple of things that ended up resounding over me yesterday. Uh, it was a little bit weird, but at the same time, I'm just like, huh, what did I learn from all this? Because at the end of the night, I started having a bad feeling. No, not a bad feeling, but a feeling that all my excitement for today celebrating was not going to be as exciting as it was and i realized that you know what i don't want to project that but at the same time i need to manage my expectations because to be honest with you it could be so easy for you or for me to be like okay i'm gonna go to this place we're gonna have this pizza and then we're going to have this game and do this gift exchange and this and that. And then after that, I'm going to be, oh, my God, I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to be able to go to see the girls and stuff like that. But then after I started getting a couple of messages and they're like, oh, we can meet at 4.30. Oh, we can meet at 5. Oh, we can meet at 5.30. Okay, upwards to 6. And I'm like, guys, if we meet at 6, I'm staying there literally one hour and I'm out. Just because for the sake that that's just a little bit too late. I get that some people do come later and stuff like that. And I totally get it. But, I mean, to meet that late. And the thing is, it's funny because they were like, one of the girls like, hey, can we invite uh, other people? I think other people from the office might want to come. And I'm just like, oh, at the time I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then I'm like, uh-oh, here comes my introverted self. I'm like, okay, if other people come, it's going to be awkward. I started thinking about it five hours later. I'm like, if other people are going to come, it's going to be awkward. Me, I don't like being the center of attention, but at the same time, I know how to like go with the conversation. So if I don't know the people there, Oh, it's going to be very difficult. Then a lot of people would say, oh, but what's your intention going into there? Are you going to go outside your shell and stop judging and get, just dive right in and try to meet some of these people at the office that you never really spoke to? Ah, it could be. It could be. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest with you, I have no idea what could end up happening. But let's just say, man, this is literally the last big thing that I'm going to be doing before everything shuts down until like January 8th right? I mean, it's going to be that wonderful barbecue coming up this Sunday. I'm going to be managing my expectations a, a hell of a lot and staying away from just about everyone <laughs> when it comes to, you know, every, you know, the things that are going to be happening on uh, the weekend and stuff, because, you know, being out here in Thailand, Thai parents and stuff like that, they could be, they could be assholes. They could be very friendly. And then all of a sudden, you know, this past weekend, I tried to say hello to some of them and they just completely ignored me. And I'm like, okay, all right, hey, you know what? It doesn't even matter. I don't give a damn. See, expectations are city. Some people could be very nice. And some people could be assholes. But remember, this comes from a day. It comes down to a day where, you know, for three days straight, I was generating with that energy. So very important for me to unleash a lot of that four minutes of, okay, these are, this is my little trouble right here. Maybe I'm getting all up in my introverted self. You know, uh, maybe I'm going to go there. And I started telling my wife last night. She's like, you listen, if you fucking cancel, that, that relationship's over with all of them, except the tomboy. I said, damn. I said, I don't give a fuck. But then she's like, how about you go? And then if it's awkward as fuck in 30 minutes, say, hey, something's wrong with my wife. I got to go meet her. I'm very sorry. Goodbye. 
you know, I was thinking about buying them cookies and all these presents. Next, you know, they're going to start inviting other folks. And I'm just like, you know what? I ain't getting y'all shit. How about that? And so I don't know, man. I just know that all I could do, if I go into the day with that intention, guess what? It's going to be knocking right there at the door saying, hey, Arsenio, here I am, your day. And I'm here to fuck everything up. So I need to set the intention. Anyways, I feel amazing. I, I had an, an amazing deep sleep. Uh, as a matter of fact, there was a point where I had a dream where I started laughing. Uh, this is twice in a week, as a matter of fact. I laughed my ass off like like a week ago. I don't know what the dream was, but it's funny as hell. And so with that being said, let's get into today's session. All right. And so this one is about how to be heard. And my thing is, have you ever struggled with being heard? And you feel like people don't listen to you. Let me hurry up and get a squig of my coffee, of course. Mm. You feel like you're not being noticed, maybe? You feel like you're not being appreciated? You know, people uh, don't want to listen to what you have to say. You know, you don't get called on at the meetings. You're sitting around at a lunch table and no one asks you how you're doing. Where you're sitting at the board with your team and no one is asking you how you're really doing. You know, sometimes on social media, no one is actually listening whatsoever. So what I have here is a couple of ideas for you. Number one, diagnose your filter fear. See, when you're struggling to be heard, somewhere there is a fearful filter in the way you see the world, in which you speak. Instead of being heard by speaking clear, you know, having that repetitive tone, what do we end up doing? Well, we end up speaking very weakly of ourselves, of our truths. We aren't even speaking to the volumes that people would consider us or even hear us. You know, and a lot of you are probably saying, well, you know, I need to filter my volume. I need to filter my truth. I need to filter what I really think. Your filter of fear, you need, and the thing is, you want people, you want to please people. You want people to agree with you. You know, or maybe you're just really faking it to make it. <laughs> you know, that was that whole thing that happened, I do believe, between 2019 and 2020. And you don't want these people to find out. Somewhere there is fear. It's a filter in the expression. You probably said, well, if, uh, you know, if you're not being heard, okay. But are you actually expressing your truth? This all brings up the filters. And you always say, you're probably saying right now, well, I don't want to say these types of things in my job or at home because I don't want people to get mad at me. See, you're filtering down, you're grounding down, you're hiding the truth. And again, a lot of you are like, well, I don't know. Let me make this easier so I don't cause conflict. So you don't communicate it. You filter it down. And that ends up just ultimately becoming generalities, right? So... You don't want to be figured out. This is called filtering your wisdom, your truth, your opinions, because you're worried about what others think about you. The more you filter, the more you grind it down. And again, what's going to end up happening, you're going to filter down your content, such as what I could have done if somebody said, oh, can you not do this? Can you not do that? There was a girl. Uh... I think she still follows me, as a matter of fact. She's kind of a bitch. Uh, I think she followed me at the beginning of, oh, my God. It definitely wasn't this year. It was had to be last year. But maybe it was this year. And there were three of them. And I kept in touch with one. And she was very nice. Uh, but the other two, one was a Costa Rican dentist, the biggest dickhead I've ever met in my life. And the Venezuelan one, she was just a total bitch. 
anyways, I remember she, uh, I reached out to her. She's like, hey, you know, I really like your podcast, but can you not be so loud? Because, you know, sometimes I'm listening and da 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 And I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes I am loud. I get it. I get it. Uh, not anymore, though. And when she was saying that back then, I'm like, oh, please shut the fuck up. I'm not going to filter down my content. I'm not going to filter down my voice. I'm not going to filter down my joy. I'm not going to filter down my passions. I'm not going to filter down the work that I actually do on my podcast because other people are directing me to. If so, I would live a false life. Like most people on these bullshit ass networks, the sports networks, the news networks, they live a false life. You have to give yourself permission to speak first, speak your truth, unfiltered by all the fears, all the fears in your verbal backpack in terms of how people judge you in your adolescence <laughs> step into the moment of adulthood this is what i want you to know share your truth share your opinion because until you get practice you never are going to feel like what it is you know feel like what it is to be heard and so number one i want to i want to do another one what does it mean to you what does it mean to you? It's like, don't, you, you probably, I don't feel accepted often enough from the people around me. See, teachers who condescended me back in 2015, we were having just random ass discussions or when I was in the meeting. I remember there was a snake that, you know, I told you guys about many times, right? And no, not an actual snake, but pretty much he was. I guess you could say he was a cobra. And what ended up happening with this Cobra, I remember we had a meeting and it was just a bitch-a-thon. There was this teacher saying, oh, I don't get enough work. And it's because he had so many poor reviews, all this bullshit, man. I'm telling you, what is this, eight years ago? Just crazy. And so I remember I spoke up. And then after the meeting, that 50-year-old Dutchman, who was the biggest parasite I've ever met in my life and tried getting me fired from my job, was like, hey, you know, next time, just let the big boy speak. What the fuck you mean by big boy? See, you see what I mean? People who are saying, hey, filter down. Do not say anything. Stay in your place. You know, in America, they say stay in your lane. That bullshit. Fuck that. I'm going to speak the fuck up. You know, if I didn't filter down with E. Cornez, the company that I had coached at at the beginning of last year, she would have walked all over me. She would have walked all over me. I was waiting outside, sweating like a motherfucker for 45 minutes. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, uh, where is this guy? She's like, oh, I thought he was going to get there. And I was like, you just confirmed last night for this time, though. Yeah, okay, I'll send him back there. I'm like, so you want me to wait here for another 45 minutes? Yes. You want me to not have breakfast? Yes. You want me to get there and immediately start teaching? Yes. No. I did not filter down. I shared my truth. I shared what was right. And guess what? That destroyed the relationship. Not only with her. But her other friend that was working with her, the cousin that I taught, and the other two people that I had taught in the same session, they never came to me again. I remember the last time that I had spoke with the lady, these two, I don't even know what the fuck they are. Let's just say they're cousins and they live together. But I coached, well, I trained, well, I taught them. And she, in the last session I saw her that, uh, that Sunday, she had her video off and said absolutely nothing the entire class because of the situation that had happened just a few days prior. And then after that, never saw them again, never talked to them again. I had to filter. I, I'm not going to filter down. I'm going to tell you motherfuckers that you know that this is not how it's going to work. You fucked up. And if you want to throw away our entire relationship off you fucking up and not being held accountable, like all you Thai people are never held accountable. Hey, so be it. 
I would much rather not even deal with people like you. I'm glad that you're showing me your true self right now because after this, I'm never going to speak to you again. And sure enough, that was the end of it. And so there were, you know, um, I remember, you know, I had to filter myself down and not share and not be so friendly at a, at a bullshit ass gym opening that I went to because there was this, this South African dickhead and some Malaysian girl. It was like, you know, they thought they were just so fit in this and this and this. Try saying hello to them. They just ignored you. They felt like they were always better. See, these are the types of people, the Spartan races, being around rich people, you know, being around people where I'm trying to talk. I remember I was in a line group. This last one, I was in a line group with about 60 others. People would have conversations with one another. Anytime I try including myself in a conversation, I was totally ignored. I dropped the fuck out of that group because I'm like, you know what? If you guys aren't going to communicate with me, we're wasting time. I cut off a lot of relationships, even last night. That's probably why I woke up feeling a little bit weird because last night I blocked a lot more people on my Instagrams. And it's because, well, one, you've been just lingering lingering around since before my engagement last year. So we literally have no relationship. Get the fuck out of here. Two, with some of the Thai people, you know, some of my Thai students, I'm like, well, you know, you guys were cool at that specific moment, but I think it's a... The rite of passage has come. There's nothing else that both you and I, you know, uh, we could speak about. And that's it. And it sucks, because, but at the same time, I know that, I know that things will happen the way, and they will pan out and someone's gonna end up unfollowing or this or that. I knew that the tides had changed with some of my tide students. And this happens all the motherfucking time over the last eight years. We could be very close to the next, you know, they start fading away, fading away. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just hurry up and block you because I know what's going to end up happening anyways, because it has already happened. The energy is shifted. The purpose has been fulfilled. That is the end. And so maybe you're not being understood. Maybe you're not being, maybe people are not persuaded to the way you think. And to be honest with you, maybe you don't feel celebrated by those around you. Have you ever been around people where you try like saying, oh my God, this happened to me. And they're just like, ugh. I remember I just came back from Tokyo, Japan. I was at a bar in, uh, what is it? In Hawaii, Honolulu, right? And uh, this guy struck, struck up a conversation with me, white guy with his white wife. And I have to say white, white, because the look that she gave me, he's like, oh, I see you're wearing a Tokyo shirt. I was like, yeah, I just traveled from there. I was living in Australia, da, 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 da. And his wife gave me the most dirtiest look as if I, I'm talking about a uh, bitch. Y'all are American. No offense. You're looking at me as if I just came back from fucking Liberia. And I, that type of shit right there, I'm not filtering down to straight up brute ignorance, stupidity. And so these types of people I just do not surround myself with anymore, you know, or, you know, just random people at a bar 11 years ago. <laughs> you see what I mean? And so, again, my brother, my family, they never celebrated anything in regards to my achievements. My mother never even said, congratulations. My mother even didn't even make the attempt to come out here for the fucking wedding. My mother didn't. I mean, I don't even consider her to be my mother. No offense. She's just, she just, listen, she has not been in my life emotionally for 10 years. She could comment and say, ooh, this, that, all this other bullshit. That shit don't mean a motherfucking thing. I'm not going to say happy birthday to you. I'm not going to say happy Mother's Day to you. I don't really give a fuck about you. No offense. <laughs> and so, you know, what are my expectations in being heard? And that's the biggest thing. 
or in being seen. I would want my expectations and I had ex high expectations for my family because they I would consider them to be my family until all of that started unraveling it the way it did, you know? And so you, what you need to do is your superpower is not to expect to be heard. My entire upbringing and most things I study, there's a hard breakthrough in going through that process, right? Or maybe a lot of people are not hearing you because they have a whole other storyline in their head. Right now, I'm probably speaking in 10, and you're probably listening 10% while you're doing something else, right? This could be double-handed, absolutely. You could say, oh, lower expectations, speak, you know, speak up. I'm actually, yes, I'm telling you to say that. I'm saying that right there. Lower your expectations. Not everyone will cheer you on. The more you realize that, you can live your life free from that need. The more you have superpowers in communicating your truth and that point of strength could ultimately end up being heard. And my last one is, who are the role models in being heard? Mentor, parent, boss, you know? And have you ever realized that someone always listens to her or someone always celebrates her? I think Lisa, you know, she's that black pink girl, right? I don't listen to anything K-pop. I don't know anything about these people. But if you look at all the comment sections on every one of her social handles, there's not one negative comment and there are tens of thousands of comments. People are celebrating her on a consistency. Is it because she's beautiful? Nah. Her charm, her smile, her wholeness, her lack of ego, her flying economy class, her not flying a private jet, her sticking in with the rest of society and making sure she's well-grounded. That's probably what they love. Now project yourself into the future. Think of someone who is heard, okay? And if the future you, the strong you, the courageous you, you speaking from your truth, how do you hold yourself? Communicate. What's your body language? How do you hold your face? How's you're making your eye contact? These are straightforward things, but too often we are worried so much that we are not loved and we're not protecting our minds, our bodies, our spirit. We're filtering down to the point that we aren't even saying things anymore. Talk for five minutes and don't say a single point. See, think about the future you, the strong you, the courageous you, and grow into that level of mastery based on people who you have seen, the mentors, the coaches, that you're like, oh my God, she communicates so effectively. How does she do that? What's her body language like? How about this? How about that? What's her voice? What's the tonality? These are a lot of things that you can begin to develop that changes everything. So with that being said, see you in the next podcast, over and out.